Happy Monday, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. Just pulling into work, just reflecting on the weekend. And it was a good weekend because a lot of idols died in my life. But in reality, I wanna I wanna say this and keep harping on this, but um, I have no idols that truly exist. And I was talking with my wife two days ago about the truth is because of my faith in Christ and God gave me the faith to believe because I don't believe I mustered it up from my own self that all idols in my life have been torn down. There's nothing else to be completed. There's, there's nothing else pending. I've actually been brought to fullness in Christ. I mean, that, that's actually a verse in, in what Colossians 2.10 that, that in Christ I have been brought to the fullness and, and that he's the head over every power and authority. And so if, if he is in me and I'm in him, then I've actually arrived where he's arrived. That's crazy to me. So that means any pending struggle I have, anything that's still that I believe God's working on, in reality, it's already been done with. So I would have to go backwards and create some sort of virtual reality that says I'm still struggling or still have a stronghold or still have an idol. Particularly Sunday, what came up in my soul was this idol of approval. Like, I was like, oh, man, I just so wanted someone's approval. I wanted someone to pat me on the back and say thank you and good job and I appreciate you. And when I didn't get that, my heart sank. But what was really going on in my soul is that I made that up. You know what I mean? Like, if Jesus set me free and all these chains have actually fallen off and Jesus is the bondage breaker and Jesus is the one who sets the captives free and Jesus touched me and Jesus touched my eyes and I can see, and then that means in reality, I don't have that idol of approval or affirmation or believing the lie that I need a pat on the back. I am simply making it up. I'm making it up. And then because... I'm believing something that's a lie, I am then from there acting like it's true. So I told my my uh, good, good buddy this morning over our, our Monday breakfast um, that it's like the enemy, all he has is a gun with blanks in it. And he can fire and it's loud and I can hear it, but it really has no effect on me other than it's other than it's loud and distracting like if the enemy if if the all specifically in the category of of in the overarching umbrella of enemy specifically satan or the devil or or demons um if their primary weapon is lies that means that that means those lies have no truth they have no teeth they have no effect because they're lies and he's the father of lies and since all he has is lies that means none of those things are effective unless I give them effectiveness they're powerless and the only power they have is if I give it to them is if I start to believe a lie and that's when that thing becomes powerful and Jesus comes in and says um, that's a lie I'm the truth I'm the way no one gets to the Father except through me. 
oh, by the way, I'm going to give you faith. You're going to believe in me and I'm going to reconcile you. I'm going to redeem you. I'm going to restore your relationship with the Father and I'm going to restore you. And it's done. And you've been resurrected. You've been crucified. You've been resurrected. You've ascended and you've been seated at the right hand of God with me in Christ. And he's in you and you're in him. You see all that? And it's done. And so yesterday as I'm I'm seeking this make-believe God of approval and I'm wanting people's affirmation and their approval and them to pat me on the back and say, good job, good job, Ryan. We really appreciate you. Um, I'm, I'm living for the wrong thing. And rather, my approval is in God and in God alone. And so when God says, I approve of you because not because I see you because I see my son and I see his blood all over you paid for you in full so when I look at you I can't see anything else but my son I see the radiance of his glory I see the righteousness of Christ imputed to you I see the Holy Spirit regenerated you indwelt you baptized sealed you once and for all I see that you're filled with the Spirit that's all God sees so if I get with God's perspective and I walk in the spirit I will never ever ever fulfill the desires of the flesh that means no more sin I don't know I don't know why this freaks people out but every time I say I don't ever have to sin again for the rest of my life because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me they they push back on that a lot. They're like, no, that's not what it's really saying. You're always gonna, you're always gonna need him. I, I would say it goes beyond needing him. I have him. So the indwelling spirit of God is not something in the future that I'm waiting to attain. According to scripture, it's here and now. It's present tense. It's all those, the, the regeneration, indwelling, baptizing, sealing, it's all past tense. Do we get that? Are we grasping that? So I'm not asking God, uh, uh, would you would you give me of yourself? It's thank you. All the promises of God are yes and amen. So I can just at any moment say thank you. <laughs> thank you that what I'm doing right now, I don't have to do. Thank you that me yelling at my kid right now is something that's stemming from me believing a lie and you would never yell at my kids. So since you would never yell at my kids, I will not yell at my kids right now. And I spanked my daughter the other day with a belt and I, and I promised to my friends I would never spank my kids because I've never been able to do it. Uh, well, I, I rarely do it with the right spirit. I do it out of anger. So, so I promised I wouldn't do it and then I ended up doing it on Saturday um, and then all this condemnation came on my, on my in my filled my heart filled my mind and God's like there's no condemnation so we confess our sins because I'm faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness so so to Ryan go into confession and immediate, immediately go into thanksgiving and then worship and then praising, and then blessing, and then you give those little kids a hug. You get down on your knees, you give them a hug, and you say, thank God for his grace and his mercy. And then you ask them for forgiveness, horizontal forgiveness transaction, because of what's happened vertically. It's so beautiful. But I, I think as the church, I think for anybody listening to this, we right now 
must celebrate the present tense reality of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the fact that all strongholds have been torn down, that that all shackles have been broken, that there's nothing else pending for those who are in Christ, because if you're in Christ, then you're complete. So everything that is a quote-unquote struggle or pending or some kind of habitual sin or you keep stepping in this same pile of poop, it's, it's because we've created a virtual reality. And so we renounce those things, we confess those things out of our mouths and we renounce them and we say, Lord, I now choose to only believe in you. Thank you for the faith that you just gave me that I can go back to you. So... Man, all that because I was feeling a little down yesterday and then all these idols started to come up. God's like, that's done. Approval's done. Affirmation's done. And you don't need me. You have me. See, non-believers need me. But you, Ryan, have me. And I want you to share this message with everybody. I want you to fearlessly share where you have sinned and the graciousness of of confession and thanksgiving and that whole cycle of wow God's God's just showing me how much I not only need him but how much I have him and that I can every day can be yes and amen every day is yes and amen so there is the 10 minute rant of the day fabcasters yes and amen all day every day love you dropping the mic peace love you bye